A Canadian MP who has some pretty well-established history of criticizing the Chinese government uh, is demanding some answers from the Prime Minister. Michael Chong has been identified in some Globe and Mail reporting as a Canadian MP that was targeted by a Chinese diplomat in our country who was looking for information on his family members still living in China. Um, Chong has described the Chinese government's activities as intimidation operations. He wants to know why the Prime Minister's office didn't tell him what they knew about this situation back in 2021. They say, well, you know, we didn't know about it. So, okay, information like this, where does it come from? How is it handled? Let's get into it. We're going to chat with Mubin Sheikh now, who used to be an undercover agent with CSIS and the RCMP, and he's a professor of public safety now at Seneca College. Uh, Mubin, thank you for joining us. I appreciate your time as always. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. So this document that the Globe and Mail was reporting on, it talks about an unnamed Canadian MP and an effort to gather the info on his relatives in China. From your experience, um, what kind of information would they have before they would even produce a document like that? I mean, they'd have to know pretty well that this kind of activity was happening, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, you know, the, the MP Chong uh, himself, he, he said that he did receive defensive briefings uh, previously. And, you know, I think uh, what at least the CSIS line is, and it makes sense, uh, it, their line is that, well, you know, it didn't meet a threshold that right. would require us to, to inform the, the prime minister. And what they mean by that is where the interactions with someone's family um, or, you know, a, a staffer or something, it's uh, beyond what is par for the course. Par for the course means you should expect if you're a, a family member of a high-profile diplomat, uh, you know, especially in a, in a country that's being targeted by, by China, um, your your calls will be intercepted. You know, your emails will probably be pilfered through, probably your garbage too. Uh, and part of the defensive briefings is they will tell the, the individual that, look, there are certain things that you should do and should not do. And one of the should not do is obviously communicating government information over, uh, you know, uh, private networks or uh, public networks or government information over emails or other public um, platforms. Um, so it, it just seems that uh, it, it didn't reach that level um, that would have been required. Something like if they were physically accosting the person, mm -hmm. if there was a very overt um uh, obstacle and obstruction from the government that would definitely warrant um you know that to be escalated to the upper levels of government in terms of naming the target or the Canadian MP who's being you know wrapped up in all of this would that be something that would be kept out of this kind of a document like the, the prime minister and the public safety minister both say there was no names we couldn't have told you because we didn't know it was you um would there be names attached to something like this or would it just be general vague no, it would not be general and vague. It would it would be specific. Okay. Um, and so, it, it what that tells me is that it, it's possible that in a later reporting that name was just taken out um, because they're just trying to make a general, let's say, threat right. analysis. Um, but definitely somebody who was whoever was working the case, um, you know, names are mentioned, um, but then they're just later, like I said, they're either redacted or just removed. So I would say that it's it's not just a general thing. It's it's very specific, and it, it it I mean, not surprising whatsoever that it would be as specific as MP Chong. Right. Um, now, the issue here from the NDP, from the Conservatives, and uh, you know, calling on the Liberal government here is okay. 
you should have known. I know you don't know the specifics around this case beyond what we've seen in the reporting, but typically when it gets reported to the highest levels, like it gets inside of the prime minister's office and say, hey, you know, prime minister, you need to be aware of what's going on. What's what's the tipping point for that? Because what we're understanding here is it didn't get to that threshold, as you say. Um, what would like wh- at what point is the prime minister sat down and say, hey, you need to be aware of this? Yeah, the you know the the main thing is that uh, politicians, especially, I mean, at all levels, I you know, I it's kind of sad that it has to be brought up this way, but the Canadian public generally doesn't realize that you know we are a major target of you know China's influence operations, as well as Russia. Russia is a big player in there. Iran, uh, so North Korea. There are so many countries that are trying to to influence us or steal our information or whatever else. All politicians at every level of government, municipal, provincial, and federal, are targets of influence operations by all these countries. But let's say now we're focusing on China. Yeah, they they should know. They should know that uh, their families are going to be targeted. These sorts of things are going to happen. There is an understanding when it comes to diplomacy and the the types of conduct that is acceptable by nation states. So, for example, everybody knows that they all spy on each other. All right, that's an understanding that everyone has. But spies can't come here and, let's say, you know, start fires and start murdering people and this and that. That's a no-no. Right? There's certain levels that you can't go beyond. We've seen the way China behaves. They, you know, effectively kidnapped uh, the two Michaels, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, in retaliation. So we know how they operate, right? So at that level, I mean, if if the prime minister was to get a report on every incident that occurs, uh, any incident, and it may, saying that the threshold has been lowered, and any incident that involves where, you know, we find out, uh, it could be through our own, uh, you know, defense uh, posture and our capabilities. If we discover that, oh, the Chinese have put an intercept on MP so-and-so's grandmother, right? I mean, if that is something that the prime minister needs to know about, well, then it's just going to create a whole new, you know, pile yeah. of information because that sort of stuff is happening all the time. So it's it's an ongoing threat assessment then, and that's what CSIS does. They take a look at it and say, okay, this needs to get escalated and pushed higher up the chain, and, and the other stuff is just, well, this is the way that it goes. So from what we've heard with what surrounded Michael Chong here, is this kind of the, the kind of thing where you would typically assume, well, th- th- this is what goes on. This isn't the kind of thing the prime minister needs to know about. Yeah, this is that's exactly my position too. It's yeah. just that it just comes it depends on what that level of interaction is. You know, if 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 it was to escalate and let's say they were, you know, they arrested um the the aunt of the 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 MP in question. Right? That's like that would definitely need to get elevated because that is that becomes a political issue. Right? And, you know, telling the Chinese government, "Hey, like this person, you know, you can't do this. There are diplomatic means and mechanisms that they have available to kind of, you know, hash it out. But uh, below that, I mean, uh, you know, every act of, of, let's say, intercept. And again, the report doesn't say what kind right. of yep. targeting. Uh, it's, it's, you know, it's just absent on that. So, But I know, you know, from my understanding is that if, if it's more physical, if it's more robust, uh, if it involves a lot more resources from China's perspective, that's definitely something that's going to, 
that's going to require the attention of the PM. Okay, so what do you make of the Prime Minister and the Public Safety Minister yesterday going public and saying, listen, we have we have sent strict instructions to CSIS anytime that a parliamentarian is involved in things like this, we need to know about it. Are you saying, like, the rest of the day today he's going to be sitting in his office hearing about every single MP and, and what's going on around them? I mean, is that, has he opened the door to that now? Yeah. Well, what what this has done is, I mean, with this direction, it will now... Um, it will basically let CSIS know that, listen, all this, that information that is collected, uh, you know, on MPs and their families, yeah. et cetera, which CSIS has, he's just basically saying, look, I want this in a, in a, in its own folder. So that's going to, you know, that's going to create a reporting <laughs> mechanism. That's going to require a new, not a new, but like uh, more eyes, you know, on this file just to kind of keep track of what the level of threats are. And maybe at some point, you know, the government will, you know, let the public know that, like, this, these are the sorts of things that occur, um, in these countries, you know, and this is, this is how family members of politicians are being targeted. And if they're open about that, well, then it, it, it lets, you know, other MPs and just regular citizens realize what we're up against. Where does this fit into the whole foreign interference uh, in terms of the things that we've heard about that are troubling and concerning and the activities that Chinese are undertaking? It sounds to me like for you, somebody who's been in this world before, this is this is par for the course. This doesn't necessarily rise to the level of some of the other things we've we've talked about. Yeah, I mean, you know, the Communist Party of China has been attempting to influence Canadian politics and politicians and 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 other you know industry officials for decades and decades. This is something that they do. I mean, and it, they don't just do it to us; they do it to everybody else. You know, they have an incredible machinery. Uh, when it comes to surveillance and all those sorts of things. So it's very easy for us to be compromised because we live in an open society. You can have a businessman who opens a front company and how, what politician is going to know that, you know, this guy that I'm shaking hands with and who's promising to give me, yeah. you know, $20,000, how, how are you going to know that this person is an agent of, of China? Right. It's impossible unless you, you know, unless you do, you know, a lot more stringent background checks. You know, politicians, we have a very open system. And so it's very easy for us to be compromised. And I think the, the, the Chinese know it, right? The Communist Party of China, they know that we're very easily comp- uh, can be compromised. So, uh, so it's nothing new. Um, but, you know, it's, it is important for the rest of the public to realize that, listen, there are adversarial countries out there that are looking to influence us, steal our information, steal our technology, even personal information. Yeah, and, and, and we're becoming very well aware of that over recent months. I'm moving. Always yeah. great insight. I really appreciate you being here.